0: The one-on-one post-game report. That sounds the George Washington Colonials. Their fans here, two sections, full ecstatic as Maurice Joseph, their interim head coach, sends a fist pump into the air and is excited here at Rose Hill. The final score, George Washington by one, 67-66, James. That's... a. Uh, the hard way
1: to lose. Yeah, it's a really tough way to lose. It's not We couldn't get a replay, unfortunately, of that Christian Sankfeather foul, but just the case of him trailing around the screen a little bit, and he just dove at him a hard closeout, just like if they're taught to do at 4 under Jeff Neubauer the hard jumping closeout. Maybe a little bit of a sell job by Tyler Cavanaugh, but we did not yeah, see the, the replay, like see so it's hard, replay, hard to judge that, but how about the clutch? Yeah. Of, the clutch three factor throws. of Tyler Cavanaugh hitting those three foul shots in a row, and GW's the team that's been on the wrong side of a crazy wacky loss at home to VCU they're on the right side of it here tonight a crazy second half comeback by them maybe a little bit of luck on the call at the end but again we have to see a replay of that but either way a very very entertaining game here at the Roseville Jim and Fordham just on the offensive side did not do enough offensively in the second half their nope. defense really kept them in it I mean but Fordham 25 points in the, in the second half after a 41-point first half. And we kind of saw it coming at the end of that first half where GW switched to that zone. Fordham couldn't get anything going. We kind of we mentioned that at the start of the second half, we said Fordham has to make some, some kind of adjustment because it did not look good in the last few minutes of the first half and ended up being a huge difference because they did not have any kind of flow off en- offensively in the second half. But, I mean, this this loss also overshadows what was the coming out party of Savit Hafsa oh and with goodness. some huge clutch threes. I mean, that's such a positive going forward for Fordham. You've got this guy who hitting huge shots in a big home game in the Atlantic 10. All of them right right on the money. He looked, he looked good as soon as he left his hand each time. So there were some good things for Fordham in this game, but just – really a valiant second half comeback by GW and there's a lot of credit goes to them with the defensive adjustment and with some very clutch timely baskets and foul shots down the stretch
0: Maurice Joseph nearly took the hand off of the George Washington radio broadcaster just gave him a handshake but that turned into a excited handshake as he is being interviewed right now by them George Washington the 67-66 winner and probably some pretty obvious choices for players of the game but our players of the game are supported by Montefiore Health System one from each team as selected by James myself. James? Well on the Fordham
1: side I'm going to go with the guy we just talked about Savit Hopsa. I was going to go with him even after just the second three because I thought he was the lone offensive spark in in the second half and he turned out to be hitting gigantic shots for this Fordham team. And on the GW side even though Kavanaugh really had the the moment of the game with the three foul shots I'm going to go Utah Watanabe just because he was really the catalyst as far as the offense in the second half. A lot of tough takes to the rim good pull ups by Watanabe so I'm going to go with Watanabe and Hopsa For my players of the game, and what a game it was.
0: Uh, For myself, uh, I'll go with Tyler Cavanaugh uh, for George Washington. The 20 points and 10 rebounds, double double, and the three clutch free throws at the end of that basketball game to win it with point nine on the clock. And on the Fordham side, I'll go with Joe Chartouni. 20 points, five assists, a couple of rebounds, seven of 11, four of seven from distance for him. The way the 8-10 has shaped up here tonight, George Mason pulled off a one-point win over Duquesne, 63-62. So the Rams can now not get ahead of George Mason or George Washington. LaSalle, Davidson, and Fordham will battle it out for 8, 9, and 10. And LaSalle is currently in action, down by 8 at the break. So Fordham can finish either 8th or 9th. That would find them in Game 1 on Thursday at 12 o'clock or if at the 10 spot well could be a matchup with George Washington that'd be a little bit later on in the day next Thursday in Pittsburgh but still a game to go James last thing how do the Rams bounce back for the 8-10 tournament because you want to go in with a win
1: well I think you think you have to look at a lot of positive things in this game in the first half you shot the ball extremely well the defense I thought was still was a good effort just kind of I think wore down a little bit down the stretch in the second half this GW team kept on pushing kept on pushing I think a road win at LaSalle would be so big going in going into the, the Atlantic 10 tournament. You did not play well the last time you played LaSalle. There should be a motivating factor there to really bounce back. A LaSalle team that's not playing their best basketball at all, they lost to UMass. They're down by eight at home to St. Louis right now at halftime. So they could be possibly reeling going into their matchup with Fordham. So I think there's some positives to take. Speed Hobbs is definitely one of them. I think Christian Stankford has a big game. I think a lot of that maybe is my heart talking because I feel for him after that foul to end the game. But... I think there's still some good things for Fordham in this game. That's one that they, you're one couple inches away from coming out on top against a good George Washington team that's playing good basketball. So I think I, – I really think there's going to be a, a great Fordham effort on Saturday at LaSalle against a team that's struggling. So I'm looking forward to that matchup as well.
0: Well, you said to be a close one, James. You uh, you got that the final time at the Rose Hill gym. It's uh – It's been a fun ride.
1: It definitely has. Hopefully the form get a couple wins in the a 10 tournament for us so our careers can continue.
0: Maybe can come back with a postseason bid, not named the NCAA tournament. Who knows? Maybe named the NCAA tournament with an improbable four-game win streak in four days. It's, again, as I mentioned, probably the last home game for myself. A lot of games here over the course of the past four years with women's basketball and men's basketball. Just would like to take a, a few minutes not to get sappy or a few seconds to thank a couple of people. First off, all the coaches, Coach Newbauer, Coach Pecora before him, Coach Gately with women's basketball, Coach Ullery with volleyball, who's here in this gym and do games in the fall for them. Thank some specific people within those organizations, the ops people, the operations people who help us on the road, Jaden Yukin, Mike DePauli, Laura Forbes for all their help. Thank the uh, all the friends and family and people at home who listened and have listened and maybe got ignored by or not annoyed by social media posting. So thanks to them. Thanks to the sports information staff here at Fordham. Invaluable Joe DeBarry leading that department with Scott Kwiatkowski, Ryan Ulick, and Sarah Trinelli. Currently everyone else at the A10 Network, other organizations, of course, WFUV Sports, colleagues there, James and Mario here tonight, a bunch of other guys who have graduated, Uh, Matt Morrow, Anthony Pusick, Brendan Bowers, the core last year having fun leading the group here at the station. This year's group is Corey Miller, Christian Goey, Dan Bradley, Jonah Haskell, Sabrina Sitton, amongst others. Matt Murphy, who we've split the games with this year. Pat Costello and the man himself who is under the weather tonight, but Bob Ahrens, who has been just a foundation here at WFUV Sports and will be retiring at the end of this year, but still with the station as an advisor. So thank you to him. And uh, last but not least, thanks to the thanks to the uh, the Day Ones, the parents, for, uh, for listening all the time so that's the uh that's the end of the monologue here at, at the rose hill gym and that'll do it for us thanks everyone for tuning in a great game to wrap up the regular season home career once again the final score of today's game george washington 67 and fordham 66 the executive producer of fordham basketball is bob aarons the supervising producer of tonight's game francis keen and tom Scavelli. The producer of tonight's game, David Spampanato. Field engineer and producer, Mario Nicastro. Studio engineer, Chris Calamari. And the highlight supervisor, Joey Dayon. Special thanks to Fordham Sports Information Director, Joe DeBarry, and his staff for all of their assistance tonight. The Rams' next game is this Saturday, March 4th, when they take on LaSalle in Philadelphia. Tip-off scheduled for 2 o'clock, and we'll have the one-on-one pregame report at 1.55 on 90.7 FM, WFUV.org, and WFUVsports.org. The women's team plays their next game Friday, this Friday, March 3rd, against St. Louis in the quarterfinals of the 8-10 tournament in Richmond. Tip-off is set for 2 p.m. The whole crew down there already, Tom Terzulli, James and Sabrina Sitton, the one-on-one pregame report, again, 155, only on WFUVsports.org, Friday. Until those times, for my partner James Decker, it's been a ride, a fun one, and Billy Reinhardt with the updates. Drew Casey saying so long from the Rose Hill Gym one last time. Have a good evening, everybody. Gordon Basketball is a production of WFUV Sports. Stay tuned for FUV music already in progress. It's been fun at the Hill, folks. Take care, everyone.